Why do you fast on Yom Kippur? Seriously though, why? Do you really think that fasting that one day a year will give you atonement and forgiveness of the sins you committed in the last 354 days and during the next 354? And I say 354 because the Hebrew calendar is composed of 355 days, also known as Shana, Shin Nun Hei, Gematria of 355, because, well, that's the amount of days we have. So do you really think that fasting one day a year, while not repenting of sins, not doing true teshuva, not turning the other way in your daily lives, do you really think that Adonai will forgive you, you hypocrites? Have you never read Isaiah 58? Adonai rebukes all of you fake Pharisees and hypocrites pretending to be afflicting your souls? No. Fasting on Yom Kippur, by the way, is not even in the Torah. What Adonai said was to afflict your soul. Le'anot et nafshecha, to afflict your soul, to deny yourself. He didn't say fast. He didn't say you cannot brush your teeth, wash your mouth, wash your face. As a matter of fact, he said you should be doing those things. When you fast, do not go around like the hypocrites, but put some oil on your head, wash your face, look clean, look healthy, look vigor, so that Adonai, who knows what is going on inside you, will reward you. Do not fast to receive pity, compassion, and adoring from the people around you. Oh, look at him. He's really suffering. Oh, he's so righteous. Tzaddik, tzaddik. You hypocrites. So why do you fast on Yom Kippur? Besides, do you not even know that the only way to get atonement on Yom Kippur is by having a high priest in the Holy of Holies making atonement for you? After all, that is what Adonai said, Vaikra 16. The high priest will enter through the blood of the sacrifice, the offering, the sin offering, the scapegoat offering. He will enter the Holy of Holies and there make atonement for the community, for the people. Well, what do you do since you do not have a high priest or a temple anymore? See, for you Jews out there, there is no high priest for you. There is no atonement because there is only one high priest in this day and age. And he is up in the most holy place in the heavenly tabernacle. His name is Yeshua, the Kohen Gadol, high priest. Yeshua, the word of God. And he's been up there for the last 2,000 years making intercession for us. Interceding for us, making atonement for us. So in a way you could say that the last 2,000 years has been the Day of Atonement. And it makes sense when you think about it, because before the Day of Atonement comes the Day of Trumpeting, Yom Teruah, a voice crying out in the wilderness, calling people for teshuva, for repentance, the kingdom is coming. Then you have Yom Kippur. The Day of Atonement. And what comes after Yom Kippur? Sukkot. The Feast of Gathering, of Tabernacle. 
when he returns to Tabernacle with us. Now, whether you accept Yeshua or not, you still have no reason to fast on Yom Kippur because, again, from the first perspective, you have no high priest atoning for you because you reject Yeshua. So fasting is not going to do you any good. And if you do accept Yeshua as the high priest that makes atonement for you, still fasting won't do you any good because what did he say? If you wish to follow me, pick up your execution stake, deny yourself daily, afflict your soul daily. We live our lives in a continual state of Yom Kippur, continually making atonement, making intercession, repenting of our sins, hour by hour, minute by minute, second by second, with the power of the Holy Spirit, the Ruach HaKodesh, correcting us, rebuking us, interceding on our behalf. Yeshua said, if you want to be my disciple, if you want to go where I go, be under my covering, deny yourself, pick up your execution stake, follow me. That is Yom Kippur, afflict your souls. See, the last 2,000 years since Yeshua ascended and until he returns is the Day of Atonement. That is when the high priest was in the Holy of Holies making intercession. It's very plain to see. God is practical. He doesn't just do things arbitrary without any purpose, without any meaning. Everything given in the Torah was a shadow of things to come. Now, remember, Yeshua did not come to abolish those things, but to fulfill, to complete, to make happen. The earthly high priests were all a shadow of the heavenly high priest. The earthly tabernacle was a shadow of the heavenly tabernacle. Remember when Adonai gave the instructions to Moshe on how to build it, he showed him the image of the heavenly one so that he would have the visuals and how to build it. It was to replicate what is going on in the heavens, where the true high priest is. Remember when Ishayahu, Isaiah 6, he had that vision, he was up there, and he said, Oh no, a man of unclean lips, from a people of unclean lips, I saw the living God, I must die. And the angel took a piece of charcoal from the altar, put it on his lips. Well, which altar? The altar up in the heavenly tabernacle where the blood of the Lamb of God is atoning for us and covering us the Lamb, Yeshua the Word of God so again I say if you do not accept Yeshua don't fast because it's not going to do you any good you have no high priest you have no covering your sin are unatoned for now if you do accept Yeshua you still don't need to fast because, well, we afflict ourselves daily. I fast pretty much once a week, if not more than that. Because it's a regular practice in the way that I live my life to deny the flesh, to afflict myself, afflict my soul, to draw nearer and nearer unto the source, to become holier, to draw nearer to the spirit and further away from the flesh. And that is the true essence of Yom Kippur. To deny the flesh, to afflict yourself for all of your sins, all of your missed marks. And by the way, remember, sin is missing the mark. We talked about it in the last message. Chet. Hachta'a. 
Now, many of the Jews who fast on Yom Kippur, well, I really have no idea why, because forget about what I said earlier, just for that alone, they fast on Yom Kippur thinking that what? You cannot atone unless you have missed the mark. Those people are not missing the mark because by the very definition, in order to miss the mark, in order to sin, you have to aim for the mark, right? How can you miss unless you're aiming and are attempting to hit it? Most people are not even aiming. <laughs> you are not sinners. You are plain wicked. See, the sinners are the ones who attempt <laughs> to hit the mark. The ones who follow Yeshua, we are the sinners because we are the ones missing the mark. You who don't even follow, you are not sinners. No, you got it all wrong. You are plain wicked and rebellious. You have no desire. You do not practice daily your aim in order to draw nearer to the goal. Paul said, I push toward the mark. Meaning, I work on myself to write Torah on my heart, to be holier by the day, to draw nearer unto God, so that my accuracy would become better and better and I would sin less and less. That is the purpose of grace, to give you time to get your act together, to get your aim together. Grace is not there so that you could just live your life without even aiming. Oh, I'm under grace. Uh, you have no idea what that means. Grace means I'm giving you time to get it together before judgment comes and I will judge you on all of your missed marks. Or for the rest of you, for the fact you haven't even tried to hit it. You haven't even tried to live out the perfect instructions and regulations and way of life of the Torah. God is perfect, without flaw, without spot, without blemish. He is completely 100% perfect. Unless you are, you cannot be in his presence. It is as simple as that. Yeshua atones for you. He covers you with his righteousness so that you could draw nearer enough unto God to receive his Holy Spirit that will help you walk the rest of the way until you can hit the goal, hit the mark. Now, given, it's not going to happen in this life, but during the thousand years of the messianic age, the messianic era, the seventh day of creation. Everything that God did is so practical. He created the world in six days, rested on the seventh. We are now approaching the year 6000. Very soon, much sooner than people believe, and once we hit that year, the messianic era will begin, the seventh millennium of planet Earth, the day of rest, world peace, the kingdom of Messiah, the vision of Daniel with the stone, the statue, the rock. Everything in the scripture is one. Adonai is one. There is no religions. There is no sects. There is no streams. There is no Ashkenazi, Sephardic, Mormon, Seventh-day Adventist, Baptist, Presbyterian. There is none of it. Adonai is one. He gave us life. And if you want to live, you have to choose life. It is the only way. So don't worry about fasting this Yom Kippur. Leave it out. Follow Yeshua. Pick up your execution stake and deny yourself daily. Not once a year on Yom Kippur thinking that you've done something. Daily. 
You don't have to fast every day, but you do have to deny your flesh, to afflict your soul, and to draw nearer unto God. Hallelujah. That's a good one. 